and welcome to the Australian Survivor Brains Trust podcast number four. Uh, this covers uh, Sunday 18th to Tuesday 20th of August this year and obviously this year and uh, my name's Peter and usually joining me is Neil but he's uh, away on business this week so we have a special guest host Louise. Hi Louise, how are you going? Good. Um, got big shoes to fill so um, I'll be glad when Neil gets back next week but um, it's a privilege to um, fill in for him and um, we'll see you next week Neil. There we go. Okay um, now on Sunday's episode Andy tried very hard to throw a challenge so he could uh, then be in a position to vote off Dave or Luke. I don't like people throwing challenges it does come back to haunt him, um, uh, usually, and this certainly has, as we've seen in this last episode. Yeah, in uh, American Survivor, uh, every time they've thrown a challenge, it hasn't worked out for them. So I don't know if he's ever watched American Survivor. Um, he certainly claims to be a super fan, but um, he wouldn't have thrown it if... Uh, he'd seen them but then again um, it did work out for him in the end because he achieved his goal which was to get Luke and David to play their idols so well done Andy. Yes well the um, the thing about Andy is that uh, he talks about how he's a super fan we saw in the introduction of the series how he was practicing doing challenges and, and all that and how he keeps saying how he's going to be like the the best um, person ever on Survivor. I haven't seen much of that. His uh, uh, survival skills in challenges and stuff are pretty ordinary, considering he'd been practicing, so to speak. And uh, uh, he's no good at, at sort of working out what people are thinking or anything, or having the intelligence to work a plan. No, I think his personality. Uh, his social skills let him down because um, he was sort of pitted as a bit of a joke by David, certainly. And um, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Janine was also um, someone I want to talk about because every time she comes to the camera, she's got to bring in the fact that she's <laughs> a businesswoman and this is just like a business. Really? It's so annoying. <laughs> is she a businesswoman? Oh, in case you didn't realise, yeah, apparently she's CEO or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so annoying. Yes, uh, I've heard um, 20 times use the word business. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's the only thing she can think to say is like, yes, we know you're a businesswoman, but just say something different for once it's like she's trying to prove a point but she's a, a millionaire yeah and uh, she doesn't have to prove the point um so yeah get over it janine yep yep <laughs> and and dave look i've been on team dave ever since team nova disappeared um team dave he's uh Getting a bit big for his boots, isn't he? He's uh, likes to talk a lot about uh, what he's going to do and how he's going to get rid of everybody and stuff. Well, he's into strategy, and I think uh, the producers like that, people who talk strategy like Janine and Andy, even though Andy doesn't come across necessarily as totally likeable. <laughs> um, That's an understatement. Uh, yeah, uh, which was proven on Tuesday night, but... 
Yeah, they they love people who talk strategy, and uh, I think the audience admires strategic people like Harry yep. and, and Janine, and even Pierre in the background. So yeah, yeah. I think um, look, I, Simon, the uh, AFL footballer, <laughs> who um, or ex footballer I should say, uh, he's, he said his first words to the camera. I think <laughs> on Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, Mute Simon's had something to say. Yeah, and he, he nearly got voted out Monday when um, oh yeah when Ross hurt him hurt his leg broke his ankle during a challenge, and uh, the girls uh, in his uh, alliance were going to vote Simon out and keep Harry, and um, and then when because Ross got sent home there was no tribal so I mean mm. he was that close to being thrown out and he doesn't even know. Yeah, he's a bit of a floater, I think. Yeah. Um, he's quite nice on the eye, and uh, <laughs> and they say he's a nice guy, but um, I don't think he's playing the game very nah. hard at all. Um, he just he's just going along with whatever the tribe tells him to do. Yeah. And, and Pierre is um, interesting because uh, at first I thought she was a sitting duck, but then quack quack yeah. Then she was, she's talking a big game now, but it's really only because she's been in an alliance with Abby and Janine that's kept her there. And she keeps saying how Janine is the target. She puts the target on Janine, but uh, really? Yeah. Um, Janine's only the target because she's doing all the thinking and working out. Maybe. Yeah, Peter just seems to be... Yeah, yeah, that I, sounds good. I think we need to see Pia step up and make a decision and implement it yeah. and have others follow her for for us to, you know, give us some more respect. Yeah. And the um, uh, Luke has been doing very well, uh, considering I wrote him off as a bit of a joke at the start, the fact that he was on the uh, Champions Tribe. Um, he's... Uh, He's actually been a bit calmer this time around. He, he was like a freak on the first the first time he he was um, on the show, running around crazy, doing all these crazy things. But he he looks like he's actually trying to uh, you know, get places this time. Yeah, I think he's learnt a lot. He um, is showing intelligence in the way he's speaking about uh, his actions. Um, the plans he makes with Dave and then, you know, goes off and stays with the contenders camp while the champions go off and talk strategy and he stands around listening to them and sort of making them think that he's not necessarily aligned with the champions. Uh, He just seems to be really smart. Yeah. I think he's also, um, he's very likeable. I think everybody likes him. Like, Ross really liked him a lot. Yeah. before he left, he, he gave him a big hug. and Yeah. Uh, oh, I really, really like Luke. I love his personality. Yeah, it brightens um, up the show, doesn't he? Yeah. There was a, some program that was uh, with a long, orange-haired um, female police detective, and she had a partner that was an American actor um, that, that acted like Luke, and it was just a very lovable character. I can't think of the the damn show but anyway <laughs> by the right. by by the way back to Australian Survivor yeah well, I, I did want to bring up one thing while I think of it uh, Australian Survivor is a family show isn't it it's you know for 
everybody to watch, kids, adults and all that sort of stuff. Do you think it's appropriate for them to have uh, down the bottom of the screen, you know, those ads that stay up the whole time, a show called My Life is Murder, going sitting there over the entire Australia's Survivor episode? Isn't that a bit tasteless for, you know, like young kids to be watching? Possibly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and, of course, uh, you mentioned that the, the ads are um, uh, giving too much away. Well, it's just that, um, you know, they tell you they're going to merge or... I don't know if it's an ad because you and I watch the show after, you know, it's been on and we can fast-forward through ads, but um, I think the ads are sort of telling you what's going to happen, like, they're going to merge tonight and... Yeah. Um, I don't know if they, if that's true or not, but gee, it's annoying if it is. Yeah, I, I've seen. Uh, I think I've noticed after you mentioned it uh, last week. I think that um, the ads tend to give away which tribe is going to be going to tribal council before we, when we were at, still at tribe stage, mm. which is really annoying. Mm. Oh, it pisses you off. It's yeah. just wrong. Yeah. They don't do it with American Survivor. Um, I don't know why they're doing it with the Australian one. I hope they don't start doing it with American Survivor. Yeah, well, I suppose we don't see the ads for American Survivor. Um, oh. Well, maybe we do, and that's why they don't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, so in the Monday episode, uh, Ross was doing a challenge. Uh, I think it's a reward challenge. And um, he's doing this, what seemed to be like a, a simple swing across from one mm. platform to another. It was the, probably the easiest part of the whole challenge. Mm. And everyone else got across quite easily. And mm. I think he said the rope broke. I couldn't tell when they replayed it. I think they only replayed it like once where you could see the rope. But he crashed into the, the platform mm. and uh, ended up breaking his ankle, which is a shame mm. because... Uh, considering I didn't know Ross at the start of the show, even though he was a champion surfer, I um, mean, who knows these these guys that do all these huge wave surfing or whatever it's called, so, you know, they don't win prizes and stuff that we know of anyway. Um, but anyway, he'd been a, a good character to watch. Uh, he never knew what he was going to do. It made it a bit interesting. It was a shame to see him go like that. Yeah, he was, he was a great personality and it was just horrific and I think it's one of the worst things that can happen to any of them is that they have to be evacuated because of medical reasons. I think it breaks their heart because then they never know how far they could have gone. Yeah. And um, what was awful was the fact that um, you can hear him actually say after it happens, I, I heard a a break or something of those yeah. lines and, and just oh so disheartening just breaks your heart I actually thought watching the replay I, mean, I don't really like to talk about this sort of stuff but I thought you could hear it but that might have just been him crashing into the the um, um, platform I'm mm. not sure mm. but oh, it was nasty nasty accident mm. um, I think going back through American survivors I think the only one that I can think of which was up there with it was the uh, the guy who fell into the fire, remember, and burnt his hands. Burns and his hands. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. Um, I shouldn't laugh. No. No. I mean, there have been others uh, 
that have been injured and taken out of the game, of course, but uh, this was nasty. Mm -hmm. But what what sort of made me laugh was uh, in America, saliva, uh, anyone gets taken out, they get taken out by boat or by helicopter, you know, to make it more exciting, mm. I guess. He gets into a, a car mm. and gets driven off down this road. I mean... Isn't that what's weird? pathetic is Jonathan was had to be one of the people that carried him initially, um, and then um, he had to walk the rest of the way limping to the <laughs> car. And I thought, okay, so you spend all this money on production, yeah. then you spend a couple of bucks on a stretcher and four strong guys who could carry any of them you know yeah it's very strange that mm. they had him limping around and you know yeah. his foot in, in plaster or bandaged or whatever it was um yeah i thought that was weird that they just sort of let him uh it was was it so they could have the shot of him going off on his own or something i don't, don't know, know. what else was weird was when they they got the champions to say goodbye and they make him stand there on his crutches. <laughs> yes. They don't have a friggin' seat for him to sit on. Yeah, he's so got to stand there while they all came around and said goodbye one by yeah. one. So uh, one by one they all hug him and he's trying to, and he wobbles the whole time <laughs> and he's trying not to put any pressure down on his foot. Yeah. And it's, it didn't look like a plaster cast, it just looked like it had been bandaged. No, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have had time guy. to put the plaster on because it only happened a few hours before. Yeah. So, yeah, it but was just bandaged. give him a seat. Yes. Where's the chair? Why didn't they just sit him down on those tree stumps in there? They could just sit him down on one of those. Mm. Which <laughs> reminds me, when Daisy said, oh, where do I sit, when she won the challenge <laughs> and she won the crate, well, she had a bath that she could have upended and sat on the bath. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that was in the third episode, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yep. And uh, just so you know, he was, uh, the challenge was uh, holding a bag of sand, I think, above their heads. And uh, it got down to her and Simon. And this is after both Louise and myself were saying, what's she hanging around for? Because the uh, Jonathan uh, was giving them... Uh, food temptations and they could leave the challenge if they wanted the food so you know when there was like five or six to go uh, still in the challenge we were saying you know why does she drop out she's not going to win she's up against all these big blokes and she won really strange well what I don't get is why there was an, uh, an idol that she won usually with things like that there's a clue to where the idol will be in the immunity challenge. Yep. But I, I don't get why she was given an idol. And then I don't get why, how David kind of guessed that she must have gotten an idol. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't understand that, but anyway. Well, I mean, it, at least make them look for the idol, give them a clue or something, but to actually have the idol sitting in the crate. Mm. So she just goes, oh, what's under here? Oh, there it is. It was sort of like an, an added afterthought by producers because yeah. they gave her a, a clue. Yeah, the clue was for... Oh, sorry, what was the clue for? Oh, that was for an advantage at the an advantage. tribal... Yeah, um, it wasn't a clue, but it, it was an advantage to um, the hidden... Um, the immunity challenge. challenge. Yeah. Um, so why give her an idol? Yeah, that was uh, a bit much, after, yeah. especially because... Uh, she got all the food that 
everybody had knocked back or more mm. eaten, um, which there's no way she was going to finish that all herself. So I don't mm. know why they didn't say take one person with you or something yeah. like that. And I think it's because she got the idol. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it wasn't well planned, that. No, they have made a few mistakes, uh, the producers. Uh, another one, I think, has been that the challenges have been so heavily weighed towards physical uh, this this season. Um, mm. It's unusual. There's usually a lot more, like, puzzles or, you know, things you have to work out. Mm. But this has really been weighed towards uh, people, strong people and... Uh, upper body strength and, and things mm. like that. It's, uh, the person who has surprised me the most at challenges has been Baden. Mm. After uh, watching the first couple episodes, I'd written him off as <laughs> as useless because he was so skinny. He's and he's, so... <laughs> I mean, he's even skinnier now, obviously, because he's not eating much. But, I mean, you can see his ribs and oh, everything when so, he takes his shirt off. He's so emaciated. His ribs stick out like yeah. something, a uh, bony growth <laughs> in some alien. And, oh, gosh. It, it does look like an alien, the bottom of his rib cage. It looks like an, the alien pushing out through his skin. That's what it looks like. It's yeah, very weird. It's very but weird. Uh, he's been surprisingly good. He's a very mm. good swimmer. And he, he won the challenge when um, Andy was trying to throw it. Uh, Baden completed the uh, the I forgot what it's called the puzzle uh, on his own. Yeah. And the other two people that they're up against, Harry and Pia, had a head start, mm. and Baden beat them all. Yeah. Even with um, Andy trying to get in his way and knock things over and not, not be very convincing, of course, but no. Baden didn't know. He, he had his head down and was working on the puzzle, and he, he did it before anyone else. Yeah, I don't think Andy would have won any Academy Awards. Oh, he's such a bozo. For that uh, performance. Yeah. It, it really looked bad. I'm glad I didn't go Team Andy, that's for sure. He is, uh, he's well, been I, a pain. Just by the way, I'm on Team Luke. Team Luke? Oh, okay. that's you and Neil on Team Luke. Oh, I'm stuck on Team Dave. Oh, I really like Luke. Yeah, maybe that uh, might pal against him though, because people might think that he's too likable. Oh yeah, he's uh, the ones you love always get voted out. So yeah, I think his yeah. advantage at this stage is that Sean's still there, mm. and Sean. I think Sean and David are going to get uh, a lot of attention going forward. Mm. Uh, Sean because he's a. Um, a great competitor in the challenges, so he's a threat to everybody. And Dave, just because uh, he's trying to um, win the game on his own, basically. Mm. Oh, with Luke's help, but mm. he's talking as though he's winning it on his own. Mm. And he's putting uh, people's noses out of joint, that's for sure. Mm. You didn't think about going uh, Team Janine or Team uh, Abby, is it, the footballer? Yeah, Ab Abby, that's right. No, she's a... Oh, well, I could go, Abby. I'd be, best go someone apart from no, you know, no, you Neil's can go, Luke. choice. You can go, so, you can go team Luke. Yeah, I'll go team Abby. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, Abby. Now we'll put the pressure on her now. She'll probably get voted <laughs> out next week. Probably. Uh, I have to say, one thing that's been um, really good this uh, these three episodes is the ad down the bottom of the screen this time hasn't been going on and on about 
Bachelor, the walkout mm. that was going on for weeks. I mean, we haven't been watching Australian Bachelor, and uh, with good reason because it's hopeless. And um, they've been having this this ad campaign about the walkout, and it was something to do with the Bachelor walked out on. Uh, it took him a month. Yeah, it took him a month. They kept saying it was like coming up and the walkout is, is happening. And we going, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. And, and all it was was they had like, uh, I think, a group date and then they had, you know, they have like a, a, a party or something that night with the, the people that were on the group date. Someone said something that upset him. So he said, oh, well, I'm going home. And that was it. That was the walkout. Like, oh, God. It, it sort of um, conveys how much interesting things uh, are happening on that show. Yeah. <laughs> they have to advertise the walkout <laughs> for three weeks. <laughs> it was funny because we don't watch it. Uh, and the only time we knew anything about it was these ads on um, the, the bottom of the screen. So every time we saw Survivor, I would start watching Survivor, this walkout thing would come up. Mm. And we'd be saying, Oh, but that was last week. <laughs> but they just—they'd been advertising it for weeks, and oh god, what a nightmare. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I think we've covered everything. Okay. Okay. Um, if you want to get in touch with Louise, myself, or Neil, uh, get in touch with us at Survivor Brains, or one word, Survivor Brains at gmail.com. And uh, hopefully Neil will be back next week to be back with us. Yeah. And I'd like to thank Louise for appearing today. It was a pleasure to fill in uh, Neil's big shoes. <laughs> it was good to have you. Uh, thanks a lot. And uh, go Team Dave. Yay. Go Team Abby. Go Team Neil. <laughs>